What's up, guys? Welcome back to Audible Sports. We're going into week three of the NFL, and we're going to discuss our starts and sits for this week. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Make sure you go over to our TikTok page at Audible Sports. Throw us a follow on there. Pay attention on our TikTok page as we're posting a lot of videos each week on there for you to pay attention to. and start off with our starts of the week this week at quarterback i'm going to start off with matt stafford versus the cardinals this week uh he had a down game week one brought it back week two had a 20 plus point game that week and the cards are 32nd versus quarterbacks this year through two weeks and allowing almost 27 points per game they're giving up 612 yards total on the season so they're averaging giving up over 300 yards they've allowed seven touchdowns to quarterbacks and zero interceptions so far in the year at a 48 and a half over and under over under I'm going to definitely stick with Matt Stafford this week. Yeah, it looks to be that they're getting uh, Allen Robinson more involved in that offense too, so we should see more opportunities for Stafford to score this week. Um they didn't look great against the Bills, but once they put it all together, it's going to be a fire offense. I honestly don't think there's going to be anybody that looks good against the Bills there, but no. Nah. But I'm for my start this week, I'm going to go with uh, Derek Carr against the Titans. Titans gave up an average of three touchdowns to the quarterback position. Josh Allen just roasted them. Of course, it is Josh Allen, and he's no <laughs> Derek Carr's no Josh <laughs> Allen, but uh, he threw for 317 yards and four TDs pretty early in that game where they took him out at the end of the game. So Titans are definitely susceptible to the um, quarterback position. Yeah, I'm going to throw out an honorable mention at quarterback as well. If you had Kirk Cousins in your lineup last week, that is primetime Kirk Cousins, who is known to be garbage during uh, primetime games. But this week he's going to be playing against the Lions. I expect him to have a huge bounce back week if you have him. And then we'll kick it off at running back. I got Leonard Fournette against Green Bay. Um, he already came out on Twitter and pretty much apologized to his fantasy owners. He said, stick with him. He will get them a touchdown. And I think that touchdown's coming this week. Uh, Green Bay's given up 143 yards to the running, pa- running back position. And uh, you, you already know the health of the wide receivers in Tampa. Are, they're pretty light right now at wide receivers, so they got to lean on Leonard Fournette this game, I believe, to win. Yeah, I like I like Leonard Fournette this week. Uh, Green Bay's defense doesn't really scare me, and I don't really like uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers this week. I don't think that's going to be a particularly high-scoring game, but Leonard Fournette should be able to be leaned on. Uh, I'm going to go with David Montgomery versus the Texans. It's going to be a game, one of the few games that the Bears are actually favored. Uh, But the Texans are 27th right now versus running backs through two weeks. They've given up over 27 points per game to the running back position. They're 287 total yards so far on the ground. So uh, I'm not really scared of Khalil Herbert. I know he's been getting a lot of work, but... It's still David Montgomery. He's going to get the, the job done on the ground, and he'll get some passing work in. And then we'll move on to the wide receiver position where I got Marquise Brown against the Rams. Um, Jalen Ramsey, like I said, he got cooked by the Bills. Uh, Stephon Diggs, he's a speedy wide receiver, so I think Marquise Brown can have a similar game to what Stephon Diggs did. The Rams are ranked 31 against the pass and receivers, so 
I see Marquise Brown getting at least a touchdown and close to 100 yards this game. I definitely like Marquise Brown this week. I like him more out of necessity than anything else. They're going to need him in order to win this game against uh, against the Rams. Yeah, and it looks like James Conner is iffy this game as well, so they're definitely going to have to lean on him. Got to fire up your Hollywoods. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, we all saw the disastrous week two for the Colts. Uh, they could not get anything done on offense. They did not give JT enough touches in the backfield. And Matt Ryan could not do anything without a weapon. And it looks like Michael Pittman is his only true weapon to have there. Besides, obviously, uh, Jonathan Taylor and possibly throwing Naeem Hines in the slot. They've got to figure something out to, for somebody to throw to. But the Colts need Michael Pittman. Wide receivers are averaging almost 40 points per game against the Chiefs right now. And that might be due to you got to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. So they're having to pass a lot. Um, I know the Colts have looked terrible through the first two weeks, but this is exactly the type of game in the history of the Colts where they're coming to come out, watch them end up winning this game. Uh, Cause that's, that's what they do. They'll look trash against terrible competition and then come out and beat a Super Bowl contender. And like, Oh, this is, this is the Colts that we thought of preseason, but I'm rocking with uh, Michael Pittman. And even though with the bad two weeks from the Colts, Vegas still has the over under at 50 and a half. So they still think something's going to happen over there. Yeah, we know how much uh, Matt Ryan likes Michael Pittman when he is available, so he should definitely have a good game this week. Who do you got at tight end? I'm going to stack Tyler Higby with my quarterback, Matt Stafford, this week against the Cardinals. Cardinals are 32nd against quarterbacks and 32nd against tight end so far through the two weeks, giving up almost 29 points per game to the position so far. Uh, Higby's got 11 targets week one, nine targets week two. That's an average of 10 targets a week so far. I know it's a small sample size, but – there's no way I'm sitting Tyler Higby if I have him in my lineup. Yeah, I really like Higby this week, too. He was probably my favorite one this week. But um, I'm going to go with uh, Dawson Knox. The first week, he only saw two targets. But last week, he saw five against Tennessee. Um, he is questionable going into this game, but he has been putting in um, limited practices. So I don't think he's going to be sitting out, but just monitor that playing against Miami, who's given up over 100 yards to the tight end position. They're very uh, susceptible to that tight end. So I think if Dawson Knox gets targeted this game, he can uh, put in a big game. Yeah, they're, and with them playing the Dolphins this week, uh, I don't. I think I might have read it right, but I'm pretty sure the Bills have already ruled out Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. So that takes out two big safeties off the Bills' defense. So that's going to make it easier for the Dolphins to score. Not that the Bills like to run the ball anyway, but they're just they're going to have to pass. It's going to be a high scoring game, I think, especially with two of the biggest pieces off that Bills defense on uh, being out for the game. So I do like Dawson Knox. Saw last week with Tua and the two wide receivers. That was a shootout last week. So hopefully we can get another one this week and uh, put up some big fantasy points on both sides. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to our sits this week. I'll start it off at quarterback. I got Russell Wilson against the 49ers. Um, 49ers, granted, they they played against Geno Smith and Justin Fields in that monsoon game. They're only giving up an average of 159 yards to quarterback position. But Russell Wilson was one of those quarterbacks that were in my top 12 coming into this year, but he just has not looked the part um, so far. And there's a banged-up Jerry Judy. I don't know if he's going to play. If he sits, I definitely like this uh, Russell Wilson sit if you got a better quarterback on your bench with a better matchup. 
Yeah, I can definitely I can definitely rock with that. Uh, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Like I said earlier, I don't see this game being a high scoring game between the Packers and the Bucks. And the Bucks defense has been absolutely phenomenal for the uh, through the first two weeks. Uh, as far as against the quarterbacks, they've played against Dak, who Dak is usually in people's top ten as far as fantasy goes. Obviously, he's hurt now. Um, then they went and played Jameis Winston, who. Jameis Winston's nobody to write home about, obviously, but even with a revenge game narrative, he couldn't get anything done. Um, they're only averaging giving up seven points per game to the quarterback position so far this year. There's no way I'm rocking with Aaron Rodgers. He's on my bench. He hasn't been particularly great. That Bucks defense is something else. They've been carrying uh, the Bucks these first two weeks. Um, they probably wouldn't have won those games without that stout defense. But uh, for this, this week, uh, for running backs – I'm going to sit Chase Edmonds against the Bills. It's pretty worrisome that Raheem Mostert saw 55% of snap share to Edmonds 51%. It's trending in the direction where Raheem Mostert's going to be used more. As you know, the head coach for Miami was the running backs coach in San Francisco with Raheem Mostert. Um, so clearly he may be in favor. I know Chase Edmonds has the – ability to uh get the receptions but i don't like him this week against that bills defense not at all and i'm not really too worried about raheem moser taking over that backfield but it looks like it's going to be more of like how we always have with the patriots backfield where it's a guessing game on who we think is going to be the one getting the touches that week um they have two really good running backs back there raheem moser is one of the fastest in the league and chase edmonds was the first running back and free agency that was taken and they were they paid him quite a bit of money for a running back so i don't i'm not don't freak out after last week if you have chase edmonds but uh it's gonna be looks like it's gonna be more of a guessing game each week who gets more of the touches for my running back i'm gonna parlay off of your uh sit that you had but i'm gonna stick with the broncos i'm not particularly sitting javante williams if i had him especially with your draft capital where where you uh had to draft him at but that San Francisco 49ers defense, they're only averaging 15.25 uh, points per game given up to the running back position. And since it looks like Javante is in a true split with Melvin Gordon, I mean, even if you cut that right down the middle, that's a little over seven points. And that kind of scares me off of Javante Williams this week. Yeah, like uh, like you said, if you have Javante Williams, wouldn't necessarily uh, sit him, but definitely temper those expectations. You're probably not going to get a huge game out of him this week. Um, and I'm going to go on the other side of the ball for wide receiver. My sit is Brandon Ayuk against the Broncos. They're number one versus the wide receivers. They haven't given up a touchdown to wide receivers yet this year. Um, the only touchdowns they gave up the first week was to, to two tight ends, so – and they're only allowing the wide receivers to get 106 yards on average. So it's a primetime game. Jimmy Garoppolo, I know he could probably target Ayuk more, but I, I don't like him in this matchup. Uh, my wide receiver is going to be a little bit of a hot take, especially after his hot start. But Christian Kirk is going to be my set of the week against the Chargers defense. Chargers defense isn't necessarily scary so far, um, but judging by the defenses and the teams and the game scripts that have gone through their first two weeks, that might play into why uh, their points per game numbers are a little higher than what we thought. I mean, everybody thought that the Chargers defense was going to be top tier coming in, but where they are still top tier at is against the slot wide receivers, where is where Christian Kirk has been getting most of his work. He is the true number one 
uh, target for Trevor Lawrence, but he's getting a lot of work out of the slot, which is where the Chargers defense has been stepping up and stopping a lot of wide receivers. Um, I don't know if J.C. Jackson is out. Uh, I'm pretty sure he started off the year hurt, and I really haven't been keeping tabs on him. But even if he gets work on the outside, if J.C. Jackson is playing, he's either going to be stopped at the slot uh, where Chargers have been great so far through the first two weeks, or he's getting covered by J.C. Jackson. So. I'm going to look uh, look for another spot uh, if I have Christian Kirk on my team. For the tight end spot, I'm going to go with uh, Albert O for the Broncos against the 49ers. Like I said, that 49ers defense played two pretty bad quarterbacks the first week, but they are only giving up 5.5 yards on average to tight ends. And Albert O only saw two targets against Houston with a 53% snap share. So I don't know if the Broncos fully believe in him as their uh top tight end right now and I know a lot of people are pretty high on him going into the draft this year um, but I I think I'm going to sit him this week yeah that was definitely somebody I kept in consideration I'm trying to who did uh 49ers play week two you remember was it the Seahawks not like they had a a uh, great tight end over there anyway besides like Will Disley but um San Fran so far through the first two weeks combined have only given up 11 total receiving yards to the tight end position. And that is also coming off of a zero point performance from Cole Komet, who is a lot of people's favorite late round target. Um, they, they're literally the only team better against tight ends so far through the first two weeks than the team I'm going to go after. And I'm sitting Zach Ertz this week. I know he's one of the better tight ends so far, but the Rams have only given up 29 yards so far throughout the entire season. I know it's only two weeks, so I make it sound like it's longer than that, but that's only an average of 3.45 uh, points per game to the tight end position. There's no way I'm sitting. I'm playing Zacherts with how good the Rams defense has been against that team against that position. All right, so we'll move on to our bust alert this week. Who do you got? So if you guys are following us over at TikTok, yeah, I've already uploaded the video for my bust of the week. Um, this is going to be a hot take because our bust. We always pick somebody who's more of a top tier talent who's just in a bad situation for the week and as i already said the bucks and packers game is going to be low scoring in my opinion and with how great that bucks defense has been there is no way that i'm uh, going to be playing aaron jones if i have aaron jones i'm even considering him put him, putting him on my bench even with the draft capital you spent on him he's in a true time split with aj dillon aj dillon's been getting more work if you look at the percentage usage between the two bucks defense is just they're just scary man there's no way I'm playing Aaron Jones. If I have, unless I'm thin at running back on my team, I'll I'll find somebody that I'll play over him. If I if I've got Aaron Jones on my team, I'm playing him. Zeke Elliott has been terrible through the first couple of weeks, but they're going up against the Giants, who've been pretty terrible against running back so far. I might play Zeke over Aaron Jones. So it's a, that that alone saying is a is a hot take. But the Bucks have allowed zero rushing touchdowns so far in the year, and I think Aaron Jones is going to have a Massive dud week. All right, my bust alert this week is going to be Jalen Waddle against the Bills. I know we discussed it could be a shootout of a game, but that first week, the Bills, the only receiver they allowed yards to pretty much for the Rams was Cooper Cup. And I think that's that's going to be Tyreek Hill's position this week. I see Tyreek Hill having a better game than Jalen Waddle, and after that huge game last week, um, there's no way – Jalen Waddle's going to get near the score that he did last week. So that's why I got him as my bust alert this week. Yeah, there's no way that anybody's sitting Jalen Waddle, but 
It's a spicy take, man. Spicy take. I know you gotta you gotta go spicy on these bustler. You can't just pick a a no name, you know. My sit is Greg Dortch from Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he went off though. He was yeah, the, been- he was the key piece to the million dollar tournament in DraftKings. Yeah, he was. He's been getting their targets. Well, I appreciate you all listening. Remember, follow us over at TikTok at Audible Sports. Also, follow us over at our Twitter page. We'll have that in the uh, the description, probably somewhere on the video as well. Appreciate you guys for listening. Yes, thank you guys.